I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. Have you ever lost your reading glasses? <laughs> I seem to lose mine all the time. Um, I think it's my memory. Would you all please pray for my memory? Um, I have a tendency to stand on them and break them, sit on them and crush them. My wife goes to the dollar store and buys me 20 pair at a time because they go missing or I step on them or I sit on. Do you have problems with your reading glasses like I do? Well, I don't care much about these unless I want to read something. <laughs> uh, I was praying today. I came across the scripture in 3419 in the book of Psalms, a scripture that I didn't like. Have you ever found a scripture that you didn't like and you wanted to cut it out of the Bible? Well, there are a number of scriptures like that, but you can't do that. You have to take the Word of God as God inspired men to write it. Psalm 34, 19, the first half of the scripture I don't like. It says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't like that. I don't like at all the fact that the scripture says many are the afflictions of the righteous. Why? Because I'm a righteous person. A righteous person is someone who believes God. And I believe God. Therefore, I'm a righteous person. Abraham was righteous because he believed God. He staggered not or he, he wavered not at the promises of God. Therefore, it was accounted unto him for righteousness. He was a righteous man, not because he was a great man. He was, a right, he was righteous because he believed God. I'm a righteous man, not because I'm a great person, but because I believe God. I don't like the fact that the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. I just downright don't like it. But, and the word but is a contraction. And when you put the word but in a sentence... You are negating everything that was just said. Now, wait a minute. This is going to give you hope. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but He delivers us from every one of them. Now, I can handle the second part of the scripture. That means when trouble comes against me. When there are problems, when fear and doubt and discouragement and depression comes against us. When sickness and disease strikes, when, when you don't know where to turn, when you, you don't know what to do, when you, you feel something in your heart but you don't want to get out of God's will and, 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 and you, you want to move forward but it seems like when you do you get slapped up in the, the side of your head by the devil and the afflictions come against you. Many are the afflictions of those of us who believe God. Now, the world will say, well, if you love God so much, why do you have so many afflictions? Why, when you get saved, does seemingly all hell break loose in your life? Why, when you obey the Lord, are you opposed so heavily? You'd think, well, I'm obeying God. Everything ought to just go smooth as glass. Well, I got news. It doesn't go that way. Every time I start looking for my reading glasses, I find they're, <laughs> I'm sitting on them or I'm standing on them. Or I just flat out can't find them and I have to go to Lindsay and she laughs at me and she's got a, a Ziploc bag full of one dollar glasses 
because I lose them, I leave them, I sit on them, I step on them, I break them, I twist them, I turn them, and if they don't fit right, I'll try to do it and they'll break in my hands. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but He delivers us from every one of them. Thank God for His deliverance. That word, but, it negates everything that came before it. And then I looked at James 1-2. Count it all joy. I don't like this one either. Count it all joy when you fall. Now how can you count it joy when you fall? Count it all joy when you fall into diverse or different trials and tests. How can you count it joy when the devil is hitting you upside your head with a lead pipe? Count it all joy when you fall into different trials, tests, and temptations. Knowing this, that's the only way. If you don't know this, there's no way you can count it all joy. It goes back to the scripture in, in Psalms. Many are the, the afflictions of the righteous, but he delivers us from everyone. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials, tests, and temptations. When you have problems. Knowing this. But if you don't know this, you're going to have a hard time. Knowing this, that the trying... Have you ever had your faith tried? The trying of your faith works patience. And then he goes on to talk about letting patience have its perfect work in your life. I was born impatient. I don't have much patience. I, I get irritable, when I, especially when I get tired. I, I get short uh, with people sometimes. When, uh, when, when, I'm, when, I, I either, when I don't feel good or when something's not going the way I think it should go. Are, are you like that? Do, do you ever get impatient? Am I the only person on the face of the earth that gets impatient? Or do you get impatient too? Do you get impatient waiting on God? Can you count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials, temptations, and tests? No, not unless you know this. That the trying of your faith works patience. Now, turn over to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. I was praying early this morning, getting ready to come into the studio and do this television program, and the Lord said, look up Hebrews 10, 23. Well, I, I, I don't remember what Hebrews 10, 23 says. The other scriptures I knew. I didn't know what Hebrews 10, 23 said. So, so I got my Bible, and here it is. Hebrews 10, 23. Listen to this. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Wow. Let us hold fast. Let us hold on to the confession of our faith. Let us hold on to what we're believing for. For we have a God who's faithful to keep His promises. I'm thinking today about all the things that God has said to me. I'm thinking about the words of prophecy that I've received over the years, a number of which have not yet come to pass. I'm thinking about those hopes and dreams that have been in your heart. Those things that you know you ought to do and want to do and are called to do and they haven't yet come to pass. And some of you are saying, well, I'm getting too old now. I'm in my 60s, I'm in my 70s, or I'm in my 80s, or, you know, maybe even just in your 50s or whatever. And you think it's not ever going to come to pass. Well, I want you to know I know how you feel. 
I know how you feel. Because there is much that the Lord has shown me that hasn't happened yet. But he said, hold on to the promise. Abraham got a promise from God and he held on to it. God said to him, you're going to become the father of many nations. And that was when he had no way of having children with Sarah because they were too old. But he did not stagger or waver at the promise. He held on. And when he was a hundred years old, he and Sarah had a child. Now that's not possible in the natural, but God is a supernatural God. Hold fast, the Bible says, to the confession of your faith without wavering. In other words, without staggering, without giving up, without disbelieving. For he who promised is faithful. I don't know what got into me today. I made no preparation. Uh, I said, just turn the cameras on. I'm, I'm just going to talk out of my heart this morning. Because when I got up this morning, I was frustrated. I was frustrated over some things that had been happening. I was upset. And the Lord gave me these scriptures and He began to calm me down. Well, I recognize that I, part of my job as a minister is to help you when you go through things like that. Part of my responsibility as a minister of the gospel, as an ordained, anointed minister of the gospel, is to help you. And maybe God allows me to go through some of those things so I can minister to you. Because I imagine there are times when you get upset and you get frustrated and you get worn out and you get shortened and, 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 and things like that. It's time to hold fast to what He promised. He's a faithful God. Now, what does that mean? It means what He said is going to come to pass. Write it down. Mark it down in your book. It's going to happen. So stop doubting it. You say, well, I've been waiting a long time. I understand. I've been waiting on some things too. I'm not going to elaborate. It's not necessary. Hold fast. And my message today to you is, Hold, in, hold on, hang in there. I believe God has an answer and it's coming. And what I want you to do and what I'm going to do is I'm going to confess it every day. God, you promised. Your word says it. You spoke it in my heart. You promised and you're not a man that you should lie. So therefore, I'm taking you at your word. And I'm going to change my attitude. I'm going to get over my frustration and my upsetness. I'm going to believe God. You know, it's not too late. Did you know that Moses didn't start his calling until he was 80? <laughs> he didn't get called by God to deliver the children of Israel until he was 80. His ministry began when he was 80. <laughs> well, I'm just 66. <laughs> I got 14 years before I'm as old as Moses. And I'm, I'm young. I'm strong. I have the anointing of God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because greater is He who is in me than He is in the world. So I'm going to hold fast to my confession. That's what I want you to do. I want you to repeat that scripture all day. I'm holding fast to the promise that God has given me. And I set my faith with you in Jesus' name. I pray that you'll take what I have said to you today and let it get deep down in your heart. Now, you might want to write these scriptures down. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but He delivers them from them all. That's Psalm 34, 19. Write that down. 
And then, uh, count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials and temptations and tests, knowing this, the trying of your faith, work with patience. That's James 1, 2. And then the last scripture, hold fast to your confession of faith. That's Hebrews 10, 23. Sermon may not have helped anybody else, but it sure helped me. <laughs> I'm praying it helped you in the authority of of Jesus' mighty name. Remember now, the Abundant Life Prayer Group is ready to receive your call for prayer. Maybe you want to express some of the frustrations you've been going through and you want the prayer group and me to agree with you. 918-495-7777, online or allroberts.com. Write me, Richard Roberts. God bless you. Hold on. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com slash prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.